Howdy, howdy. My name is Lily from Maycraft Game, and you're listening to Reading Rule Books. Today, I will be reading the rulebook for Ra, so let's get into this. Ra is a game by Reiner Knizia with artwork by Ian O'Toole. This is going to be the Pharaoh's edition. Overview. The Old Kingdom of Ancient Egypt was a time period marked by prosperity and security. The kings established a strong bureaucratic system that helped to administer the vast wealth of the country. However, the kings were not seen only as the political rulers of Egypt, but also as the religious leaders. The kings were actually recognized as the sons of Ra, with the primary goal of their rule being to maintain Mat, the balance and harmony of life. In Ra, you will take on the role of a line of ancient Egyptian kings, seeking to preserve Mat as you rule over the vast kingdom. Over three epochs, you will work to improve the culture of Egypt and the strength of your royal lineage, all while following the guidance of the gods. You only have a certain amount of time during your reign, so you must wisely decide how to spend your days. In the end, you hope that you have pleased the gods enough to move onto the fields of reeds in the afterlife. Game Components Auction Tiles 25 Civilization Tiles 5 Types Astronomy, Agriculture, Writing, Religion, and Art 40 Monument Tiles 8 Types Sphinx Pyramids, obelisks, statues, mortuary, shrine, temple, step pyramid, eight god tiles, five gold tiles, 30 raw tiles, 25 pharaoh tiles, 37 river tiles, two types, 25 Nile tiles, and 12 flood tiles. There's also disaster tiles, which have four types, war, which affects civilization tiles, earthquakes, which affect monument tiles, funeral, which affects pharaoh tiles, and drought, which affects river tiles. One auction board, five player boards, one raw statue, one sunboat marker, 16 sun discs, one epoch counter, one cloth bag for auction tiles, one cloth bag for scoring tokens, 15 one value scoring tokens, 25 two-value scoring tokens, 25 five-value scoring tokens, and 15 ten-value scoring tokens. Setup. Place the auction board in the center of the table within reach of all players, with the side showing the sunboat icon face up. Place the raw statue nearby. Place the sunboat marker on the raw track at the top of the auction board on the starting space corresponding to the number of players. Place the epoch counter on the upper right corner of the raw track with the first epoch side up. Randomly give each player their own player board. Turn to the side that shows the correct number of players inside the blue ovals. Place all of the auction tiles into the cloth bag. Shake the bag a few times to mix up the tiles. Place two five-point scoring tokens face down in front of each player. Place the rest of the scoring tokens face up near the auction board. Place the one sun disc on the space in the center of the auction board. For each blue oval on their player board, each player takes the sun disc, matching the value shown next to the correct player count, and places it on that space. Note that the values are different on each player count. The table below shows all starting sun disc values. 
The Sunboat has been added to this edition to increase the thematic presence of the mythology of Ra on the table. If you wish to play without it, simply turn the auction board to its other side and place raw tiles directly above the track when they are drawn. Sun Disc Starting Groups Two players. One player will have discs 9, 6, 5, 2. The other player will have discs 8, 7, 4, 3. Three players. Player 1 will have discs 13, 8, 5, 3. Player 2 will have 12, 9, 6, 3. Player 3 will have 11, 10, 7, 4. Four players. Player 1 will have 13, 6, 2. Player 2 will have 12, 7, 3. Player 3 will have 11, 8, 4. Player 4 will have 10, 9, 5. Five player. Player 1 will have 16, 7, 2. Player 2 will have 15, 8, 3. Player 3 will have 14, 9, 7. Player 4 will have 13, 10, 5. And player 5 will have 12, 11, 6. Playing the game. A game of Raw is made up of three parts, called epochs. In each epoch, players will perform actions in order to build their society and enhance their culture, earning them rewards and accolades. The player with the highest numbered sun disc takes the first turn each epoch. Play continues clockwise until the epoch ends, either when all sun discs are face down or when the sun boat has reached the end of the raw track. A round of scoring takes place at the end of each epoch, after which many of the accomplishments will be swept away as a new king is put in place for the next epoch. The game concludes at the end of the third epoch after a final round of scoring. At that point, the player with the highest score wins. Actions. On their turn, players must perform exactly one of the following actions. Action 1. Draw a tile. The player draws one tile from the bag. If it is a raw tile, follow the instructions for the raw tiles below. If it is any other tile, place it on the leftmost open space on the auction track. The draw a tile action cannot be taken if the auction track is full. Raw Tiles when a raw tile is drawn, discard the tile and advance the sunboat one space to the right on the raw track. The player then takes the raw statue and begins an auction, which we'll talk about a little later. If the sunboat is moved onto the final space of the raw track, the epoch immediately ends without completing an auction. Action 2. Invoke Raw. The player says, I invoke Raw, takes the raw statue, and begins an auction. Action 3. Spend God Tiles. The player discards a God Tile that they have acquired in previous auctions to obtain any one non-God Tile from the auction track. The God Tile is discarded from the game. The Tile acquired from the auction track is placed face up in front of the player. If the acquired Tile is a Disaster Tile, resolve it. A player may spend one or more god tiles during one action, acquiring one tile from the auction track for each god tile discarded. When a player has completed their action, their turn ends and play continues clockwise to the next player. When a player does not have any face-up sun discs remaining, they can no longer take actions during that epoch. On their turn, play continues clockwise to the next player.
The player with the last sun disc in a round may continue to take turns as normal until they invoke raw, or until the raw track is full and scoring is immediately triggered. Auctions Two different events can trigger an auction. When a raw tile is drawn during a draw tile action, or when a player performs the invoke raw action. Bidding The player who triggered the auction takes the raw statue, indicating that they are the raw player. Each auction begins with the player to the left of the raw player and continues clockwise. When it is a player's turn to bid, they may bid by placing one of their face-up sun discs near the edge of the game board. The first bid of each auction can be a sun disc of any value. Each subsequent bid must be a higher value than the previous bid. If a player cannot bid or chooses not to, they may pass. Each player may only bid or pass once. The auction always ends with the raw player. The conditions of the auction vary depending on the game condition. Raw tile drawn during a draw a tile action. All players have the option to pass. If all players pass, the auction tiles and sun disc remain in place. Invoke raw when the auction track is full. All players have the option to pass. If all players pass, all auction tiles on the auction track are discarded from the game. Invoke raw when the auction track is not full. All players except the raw player have the option to pass. The raw player must bid if all other players pass. Otherwise, the raw player may pass. At the end of each auction, regardless of the outcome, play continues clockwise from the raw player. Winning an auction. The player who bids the highest value is the winner of the auction and takes all of the auction tiles on the auction track. These auction tiles are placed face up in front of the winning player next to their player board. Each type of action tile has an allocated location around the player board as indicated by the icons at the top of every auction tile. All other players return their sun discs to their player board face up. These discs can be used again in a later auction. Most auction tiles have no effect until scoring occurs, which we'll talk about in a little bit. In addition, the winning player exchanges the sun disc tile that they use to win the auction for the sun disc on the auction board. The obtained sun disc is placed face down on their player board. Finally, the winning player must immediately resolve any disaster tiles acquired from the auction. Disaster Tiles When a player takes a disaster tile through winning an auction, they must immediately discard from the game two auction tiles from their player board of the type indicated on the disaster tile, if able. If they only have one matching tile, they must discard it from the game. If they have no matching auction tiles, nothing happens. Then the disaster tile is discarded from the game. If more than one disaster tile is taken, repeat this process for each tile. Scoring. If either of the following two conditions are met, scoring is triggered immediately. 1. All players' sun discs have been played and are face down. 2. The sun boat has entered the rightmost space of the raw track containing the epoch marker or icon. Remember, the sunboat entering the rightmost space of the raw track does not trigger an auction. When scoring occurs, players score points based on the auction tiles that are face-up in front of them according to each type's scoring criteria, which we'll talk about in a later section. 
Players record their scores by taking the corresponding value of scoring tokens from the supply. Scoring tokens should be kept face down, hidden from opponents for the duration of the game. It is impossible for a player's score to drop below zero. Should a player's cumulative score after each epoch fall below zero, their total points will be zero instead. The epoch icons on the player board indicate when a set of auction tiles should be scored. If there are three hourglasses, one green, one yellow, and one red, this set scores at the end of the first, second, and third epochs. If there is one red hourglass, this set only scores at the end of the third epoch. If scoring occurs during the first or second epoch, which is the green hourglass and the yellow hourglass respectively, all auction tiles next to your player board are scored according to their scoring criteria, except for monuments which are not scored until the end of the third epoch, then begin a new epoch. If scoring occurs during the third epoch, all auction tiles next to your player board are scored according to their scoring criteria, including monument tiles. In addition, the sun disks that players possess at the end of the game are scored. Players add the value of all of their sun disks, face up and face down, to obtain their sun total. The player with the highest total gains five points while the player with the lowest total loses five points. In the case of a tie, full points are gained or lost for all tied players. If all players have the same total, no points are gained or lost. The game is now over. Beginning a new epoch. Once all auction tiles have been scored, each player discards from the game all auction tiles on the right of their player board, indicated by a tile with an arrow icon on the top right of the player board. All auction tiles on the left side of their player board remain until the end of the game, unless removed by a disaster tile, indicated by the tile with an infinity icon on the top left of the player board. In addition, discard any auction tiles remaining on the auction track from the game. The sun disk on the auction board should remain in place. Return the sunboat to its starting space on the raw track, according to player count and adjust the epoch counter as follows. If the epoch counter is on its first epoch side, flip it to its second epoch side, from the green hourglass to the yellow hourglass. If the epoch counter is on its second epoch side, discard it to reveal the third epoch counter on the board, from the yellow hourglass to the red hourglass. Then all players flip their sun disks face up. The player who currently has the highest value sun disk takes the first turn of the next epoch. Winning the game. After scoring the third epoch, the player with the highest point total wins. If two or more players are tied, the tied player with the highest number sun disc wins. Auction tile effects and scoring. The scoring criteria for each type of auction tile is detailed on page six and seven. There is also a reminder of each criteria as well as sun disc scoring on each player board. Each auction tile, except the raw tile, has an icon to identify its type and where it should be placed next to the player board. A pyramid dictates monument tiles. A pharaoh's hat indicates the pharaoh tiles. An eye indicates the god tiles. Three overlapping circles indicate the gold tiles. A flower indicates the civilization tiles. Two waves indicate Nile tiles. And three waves indicate flood tiles. Monument tiles, continuous. Third epoch scoring only. Players earn points for their monument tiles in two different ways. One, multiplicity. Each group of three, four, five identical monument tiles are worth five, 10, 15 points respectively. 
Two, diversity. If a player has six or fewer different types of monument tiles, they gain one point for each type. If they have seven or eight different tiles, they gain 10 or 15 points respectively. Note there is no difference between the top and bottom row. All tiles will score for both multiplicity and diversity. Barrow tiles, continuous. First, second, and third epoch scoring. The players with the most barrow tiles gain five points. The players with the fewest barrow tiles lose two points. If all players have the same number of barrow tiles, no points are gained or lost. Nile tiles, continuous. First, second, and third epoch scoring. If a player has at least one flood tile, they score one point for each of their Nile tiles. If they do not have a flood tile, their Nile tiles are not worth any points. God tiles, discarded at the end of the epoch. First, second, and third epoch scoring. A player gains two points for each unspent God tile. As an action, God tiles may be spent to take non-God tiles from the auction track. Gold tiles, discarded at the end of the epoch. First, second, and third epoch scoring. Players gain three points for each gold tile. Civilization tiles, discarded at the end of the epoch. First, second, and third epoch scoring. A player with three, four, or five different types of civilization tiles earns five, 10, or 15 points respectively. Only score your largest set. A player with no civilization tiles loses five points. Flood tiles, discarded at the end of the epoch. First, second, and third epoch scoring. Players gain one point for each flood tile. Having at least one flood tile also allows a player to score points for their Nile tiles. For example, one flood tile and three Nile tiles is worth four points. Two flood tiles and no Nile tiles are worth two points. Zero flood tiles and four Nile tiles are worth zero points. Raw tiles. When drawn, advance the sunboat one space along the raw track. This triggers an auction unless the end of the raw track is reached. Then discard the raw tile. Disaster tiles. When acquired, discard two auction tiles with icons matching the icon shown on the disaster tile, if able. If you have fewer than two auction tiles of the indicated type, discard as many as you have. Then discard the disaster tile. When resolving the drought tile, discard flood tiles first, if able, followed by Nile tiles. The back of the book, or page 8, contains a quick reference to show each action and what happens in response to taking them. And that is the rulebook for Ra. Now, I haven't played this game as much as I would like, but I've really enjoyed it the one time I played it. There's a lot of different things happening, a lot more strategy than I originally anticipated. I didn't really think to invoke raw when the auction track was not full, not because I wanted the tiles, but because I wanted other people to fight over the available sun disk. If it's a higher value and I wasn't planning or able to get it, I shouldn't sweeten the pot, so to speak. Especially because when you have maybe lower valued sun disks, it's a little bit more difficult to compete with those with higher value sun disks. So making them spend it early on less is a really valuable tool. Now, one thing I do want to point out is the game does indicate that you should keep your scoring tokens face down. I'm going to admit I do find this a little silly because 
if you're paying attention to any other player's boards, you would know exactly how much they scored. And if you just write it down on a piece of paper, you can keep track of it. So we played with the scoring tokens face up because it is hidden trackable information. And I personally don't think hidden trackable information really adds anything to a game. It just forces you to either do math and keep a notebook nearby or remember things more. And for me, that takes away a bit of the fun of it. But hey, do whatever makes you happy. I'll just point out my own opinion. I will say the game had more negative points than I anticipated, and this can be kind of brutal. I know in the second epoch of the game I played last, I lost seven points. That was my total score for the epoch. Now, was that my fault because I didn't take enough tiles? Absolutely, but still felt brutal. So the Pharaoh tiles can be negative, and the Civilization tiles can be negative. So I got the maximum negative points there. It's not as many points as you would think considering how much points other things give you, but sometimes you just don't get enough of the civilization tiles, god, gold, flood, and flood nile or pharaoh tiles. And monument tiles, while really great in the end game, don't get you much throughout. Now, I'm not saying don't get them. I'm just saying they maybe should be more of an afterthought. I really did not recognize the importance of the civilization tiles because just one prevents negative points. And that is a lot. Definitely something I would focus on more going into another game. This is a very simple, very interesting auction game that has the set collection aspect to it. And I think it's a really, really well-designed game. I didn't really know much about this game till recently uh but it's been around for quite some time according to the internet and uh, i just just never really got onto my radar until my partner bought it so but it's definitely something i would recommend if you like auction games if you like set collection games it can feel a little random with the tiles being pulled from the bag i know that can kind of feel like it's screwing you over but remember One, it's a game, so all in good fun. But two, there's always ways to mitigate that by forcing tiles on other people, calling or invoking raw earlier to make the pot that's being auctioned less attractive and just kind of figuring out how you want to approach that. But the only issue with invoking raw is you have to be okay with getting it if it comes back to you. So make sure you don't invoke raw if you're not okay with getting it, but more than likely you're invoking raw because something in the pot is extremely good, so you wouldn't mind getting it anyway. That's it for today's episode. If you like what you hear, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you find MCG, and be sure to check out Makecraft Game for more content. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll catch you next time.